When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. DA on CBS Sports Radio. DA, how you feeling, brother? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy Wednesday, boys and girls. One question, one question only. How do you feel? Well, I feel good, and I'm doing well. Well, that's all that really matters. So we appreciate you being with us on this Wednesday morning. Coming your way. In 30 minutes, Kristen Peak is going to join us. She is Yahoo Sports NBA draft analyst. We'll talk about the Spurs winning the Victor Wembenyama sweepstakes last night. How about the luck of the Spurs? They've won the draft lottery three times. The first two are first ballot basketball Hall of Famers. And the third one is 7-5 and plays like a shooting guard. Not bad. One of the most hyped prospects ever in Wembenyama. We'll talk to Kristen Peake not only about Wembenyama's impact, what he's going to look like next year with the Spurs, but also the rest of the draft lottery as well. Thought on last night, game one win by the Nuggets. I am skeptical on the Nuggets being able to win a championship. I am skeptical that they have the horses, the urgency, the intensity and the ability to get stops when it matters most to win the next seven games that they need to win. But in the first half, boy, do they look good last night. They were at their very best last night in that first half. Nikola Jokic is such an intriguing NBA, quote, superstar. Because I think outside of Denver, there's a lot of fans that really never watch Jokic nor ever really appreciate what he does. And I think as a two-time MVP, that conversation that happened this year, that do you give him a third consecutive MVP? MVP? He's not that great. He's not an all-time great. Kind of suggested where he is in the pecking order. That even the most ardent basketball fans appreciate what he does, marvel at the stats that he puts up, but he doesn't feel like an all-time great. And all of that would change with the championship this year. That being said, all of that, I think the Denver Nuggets are actually really good for the NBA. The Nuggets are not a recognizable brand. They're not the Knicks or the Bulls, the Lakers, the Celtics. They're not the Warriors. They don't have that type of cachet. And even if they won a championship this year, they still wouldn't have that. But what the Nuggets can do this year, and it's kind of a shame that their identity with their jerseys is so all over the place, that they've done the Lego City back in the 80s, and then the 90s they went to that maroon and dark blue, the Matumbo years, 
And then they went into the UCLA glossy years, the light blue, powder blue, and yellow with Carmelo Anthony. Now they're into these. It's too bad that there's no kind of like through line of identity for the Nuggets look. Because I feel like nobody has any reference point to old Nuggets teams. Does that look anything like the Carmelo teams? That's not that long ago, you know? That's like 15 years ago. It's not that long ago. But I think they're really good because the Nuggets give every fan hope that you don't have to be the Lakers, the Celtics, to win a championship. This idea that the talent in the NBA always goes to the coasts or that the talent of the NBA always goes to the massive markets and big brand appeal, and that there's only a handful of teams that could ever win a championship because that's the only thing that's ever happened in NBA history, would be blown up quite a bit if the Denver Nuggets win, much the same way when the Bucks won their title a couple of years ago. And this would be a really good, brave new world for the NBA to be in. I know... There's plenty of, of sports fans that, that I'm familiar with, either listeners of the show over the years or friends of mine, family of mine, that just couldn't get into the NBA because they said the same teams always win it. It's the Lakers, it's the Celtics, it's the Bulls, it's the Spurs, it's the Heat. It's the same teams all the time. And that you just don't have your random Hornets championship, your random Pacers championship. You just don't have those things that happen. And so it's hard unless you glom onto the Warriors, the Lakers, that you'll ever see a winner. Well, first of all, the Nuggets have never won a championship. They've never even been to the NBA Finals. So even to get there gives fans across the country hope. But secondly, look how they were built. This was not a tank job to get a number one pick overall. This was not lose a bunch of years in a row. This was not you happen upon, you happen to be really bad and have a lottery pick with a generational talent. This starts with Jokic. And who could have ever known that Jokic was going to be this great? He was a second round pick. Second round picks contracts are oftentimes not even guaranteed. He was the 41st pick overall. No matter who you root for, you'll have a 41st pick. Your front office has to land on this, but this happened. Jokic happened. And Jokic didn't blow people's hair back because he could jump really high. He played above the rim. He was a big man that could run down floor like a guard. He didn't, he wasn't a sharp shooter. He didn't look anything like our number one, number two, number three picks. But boy, did he develop into something special. So you start with that, that that's very doable. Everybody's got a second round pick. Multiple teams have multiple second round picks. They're usually throwaways. You start with that. The second part is look at the rest of the team around him. Again, you don't have to stumble upon generational talent with a top three pick, nor do you need to get the best free agent every single year. Jamal Murray was a high pick 
but he was the seventh overall pick. Caldwell Pope has been a bit of a journeyman. He's bounced around. He was just a savvy free agent move by the Nuggets. Aaron Gordon was a bit of a swing for the fences. I don't know if Michael Porter has ever really lived up to the billing. But again, none of these pieces are, oh, see, they had to get that lucky. Or, oh, see, they they had to collect all the talent as free agents. Or, oh, see, that would never happen in my city. You could de- Your team could definitely draft the 41st player overall and have one or two top 10 picks that are really good but not great, and you develop them, and this is not impossible to replicate. Also, they've kept the team together. Through the injuries to Jamal Murray and the two early exits the last two years, they stayed the course. They haven't fired the coach and rehired a different coach. They haven't changed styles. They haven't gotten impatient. They kept it all together. They made very savvy moves. And in a Western conference where we always talk about the Lakers and the Warriors, the Warriors and the Lakers, they didn't go out and try to get Kevin Durant. They didn't try to get Kyrie Irving. They didn't swing for the fences on something that could have blown up in their face. They stayed the course. This is very much like the Bucs. Very much. Now, the Bucs, you know, they they took a chance on Giannis, and they hit the lottery. But having Chris Middleton, acquiring Drew Holiday, the rest of that cast of characters, it's not like you couldn't replicate that. you got to get really lucky on Giannis. you got to get really lucky on Jokic. But it's not like you'll never be in position to do so. So I think the Nuggets could be really good for the NBA. I'll tell you this, the ratings are going to be dog poop for the NBA Finals if, if it's the Nuggets. Nuggets heat, forget it. Nobody's going to watch. The NBA wants Lakers-Celtics. You know all the reasons why. The Nuggets will not rate. They are not a team that the casual fan knows anything about. Nobody is enamored with Nikola Jokic outside of, of hardcore basketball fans. You know, it's just not a team that anybody sees on national TV a lot. They don't have a big brand, all these things. But they're great for the NBA fan because they're fun to watch. They have a great style of basketball. And who doesn't love a story like Jokic where you're the, a second-round pick, the 41st pick overall, and turn into this? And they stayed the course. They kept it together, and they're being rewarded for it. So I think they're a great story, and I think you should too. Depending on how far they go, we'll see if they can finally close this thing out and get to an NBA Finals. They're three wins away now, something they have never done. You can always hit me up on Twitter, DA on CBS, or on the phone at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Thomas tweets, DA, there is a smoky barbecue Dorito available in Canada only. I always stock up when over the border. Paired with a glass of whole milk and a roast beef and bacon sandwich is the best combo ever. Hashtag you need to eat like this. You need to eat like this. You need to eat like this. For a moment, the show that pairs sports and food better than anywhere else needs to delve into this order here. Thomas takes smoky barbecue Doritos, which... Pete the Body says he loves, right? Those are the ones that you love. I I, I think they're just barbecue. I'm not sure. I know it'd be a little different. Okay. 
and pairs it with a glass of whole milk. Mm. Now, Doritos and whole milk. Well, that's my first concern. It's a major concern. It shouldn't just be a first. Then, smoky barbecue and milk. I wouldn't eat, I wouldn't drink milk with any meal. I would put it in my cereal. Well, I guess breakfast. Yeah, what is this, a 1953 family? But I certainly wouldn't eat it with my barbecue. You know, when I do ribs on the grill, I smoked a turkey over the weekend. I would never drink milk with my smoked meats. But also Doritos, bizarre. But then he also has a roast beef and bacon sandwich. How do we feel bacon topping roast beef would work? So I'm in favor of this. A lot of people assume you should really only do bacon with the opposite animals. You know, uh, oinking goes with clucking. You know what I mean? Chicken or the poultry world, you top with bacon. Yeah, bacon on a turkey sandwich, bacon on a chicken salad, bacon on something like that. And it really dawned on me, it was the fall of 2016, and I went to a Jimmy John's for the first time, and I ordered what they call the porker. And the porker DA, what that has going on is it's ham, it's bacon, and it's another cut from a pig. And I remember saying to myself, this feels like a lot of pig. And then you realize bacon really does go with everything, even other parts of its own animal or a cow, if you will. So I'm okay with a roast beef adding a bacon there because bacon honestly just adds that crunch and that salty taste to everything. I'm totally fine with that. Okay, so you do realize roast beef is beef, not pork. Well, I mentioned the cow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, okay, so uh, it's, it's you could put it on a burger. I mean, we love oh, true. bacon on a burger. But the roast beef feels dense and juicy for bacon to be on. But it, it adds a crunch to it. It breaks up. You know, sometimes roast beef could be very tough on the jaw, too. Yeah. If you put a little, just a, you know, a thin shot of crunch with a bacon, that tastes, I think it's perfect. All right, so bacon on the roast beef, I guess we can get down with. Now, how do we feel about smoky barbecue Doritos with that? That's a lot of flavor punching you're doing. That would not be the chip pairing I would go with that at all. Um, it's too much. That's the kind of chip I would lean more maybe on the the lighter side, like a sour cream and onion, as opposed to the darker colored chip of a barbecue. Yeah, because you have the red meat with the bacon and the smoky yeah, barbecue. That's too a, much. But then now you're washing it down with whole milk. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm no. actually intrigued by that. Uh, really? Just you're to a try terrible it. day. The just milk? to try it. The just, milk part? Just to try it. This tanking thing is made I don't, I don't think, I know. I don't think I don't think it's a terrible. Do you drink milk at any meal besides breakfast? Not really. But like if you have a cold glass of milk, maybe in a cold cup. That might be something that's. I, I see. I think the pairing is a little too much. No, no. Like, like if I'm no. if I'm doing it, I'm doing either roast beef with mo- with mozzarella on a, on like toast, <laughs> I, and, no. and then the chips and oh, then the milk. No, and something like that. No. I, I could like what I want. All right. You know you can't, and nobody can. Um, my father-in-law. Nobody for, can for all of his flaws. <laughs> Tell me how it is then. All right. Perhaps his greatest flaw of my father, other than smoking cigarettes and hanging new sheetrock. In your nursery. Yeah. Um, perhaps his biggest flaw is asking me every time he's over or a meal is complete or as he's finishing something hot, like not sugary, for, you have any milk in the fridge? And he breaks up the milk and he like gulps down a glass of milk and he always utters the same line. I tell you, 
Nothing better than a nice cold glass of milk. When I could probably list a thousand things better than a nice cold <laughs> glass of milk. Yeah, you want me to dunk my Oreos in there? A little breakfast? You know, oh, maybe yeah. some chocolate Look, milk? Dunking cookies oh. and milk are delicious. I mean, we're talking about the guy just had romaine lettuce and pasta. And you and you wash it down. Uh, what are we on? Leave it to Beaver? What are we doing here? You can't, you can't kill until you try it. I haven't tried it. Maybe it's maybe something that he's onto. Uh, I can't get I, I can get into anything else about this meal. Because of the milk being involved in there. Yeah, so, like, that's a different generation than us. I, I'm sure our parents all grew up drinking milk at dinner. I remember going to my friend's house, I, maybe 9 or 10, and his mom put pasta in front of us with tomato sauce and then poured us all glasses of milk, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I've ever judged anyone harder at 9 or 10 than... Why would they do that? And I'm sure there are parts of the country where drinking milk at dinner is still uh, a tradition. But I would just, if I'm lining this roster up, I'm going, the beef's already heavy. Roast beef is a dense, heavy cold cut. Now I'm putting bacon on there, so I'm getting salt crunch with a heavy meat. Now I'm adding smoky barbecue Doritos, so I'm getting the tang of smoky, a big crunchy chip. I need something refreshing and light as my liquid to wash it down. And milk is another heavy, creamy, yes. yeah, you know, viscosity type of thing. It's just yeah. going to be too much. It's going to be just the roster doesn't fit very well. It's going to be like, honestly, it's going to be like Russell Westbrook on the Lakers. Now you take the milk out of it. Now the meal works. Yeah, you need water, iced tea, lemonade. Even I would even say soda becomes too heavy in beer. that spot. Ooh, I could yeah. the, the bubbles in soda might help me get through all of that stuff. A seltzer, a flavored yeah. seltzer. Oh. I think more of the issue is the is the roast beef and the bacon. No, combo. I think that's a no. lot. That's a lot of I, I, meat together. I think roast beef. I think roast beef by itself is is good with like a cheese and like a little sauce. I, I think that's. That, I don't think you need to put bacon with roast beef. As DA That's said, a lot. You like a bacon cheeseburger? You know what you don't do with a bacon cheeseburger? You don't wash it down with a glass of 2%. Nope. I, I'll tell you, you don't. All right. <laughs> nope. And is it interesting that if you go to a burger joint, you go to a steakhouse, they never offer you milk to drink? That's not a <laughs> right. beverage. They know Water, better. milk, soda? Never. In fact, if you ever order milk prematurely before coffee, you get this. No. <laughs> <laughs> When we come back here on the show, we've got Kristen Peake, Yahoo NBA draft analyst, plus both love your headlines. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Okay, happy Wednesday, everybody. We appreciate you being with us. You can always watch the show on YouTube. That's on your phone as well. You can click open the YouTube app and go to the CBS Sports Radio channel. Watch us on your laptop or desktop on YouTube or on Twitch or at watchda.com. We'll talk about the Spurs winning the Wimbenyama sweepstakes last night. There was one San Antonio bar that promised to pay the open tab of everybody in the building if Webb and Yama, if the Spurs won the number one pick. You should have seen that party. Imagine being at a bar that if they got the number one pick, everything you drank and ate was picked up for. Worth going out last night if you have that opportunity. Oh, yeah. But how nuts do you go? Are you getting lobster and like Dom Perignon just in case? Well, it's like, like a sports bar. It's okay, but you're getting the still you're getting the most expensive stuff, the top shelf stuff. I wonder if there was a limit. That'd be interesting to know. But you definitely are drinking all night on a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bogues is headlines. And they're sponsored by HelloFresh. Shake up dinner time with HelloFresh with 40 weekly recipe options. There's always something new to try. Get 16 free meals plus free shipping with code SKATE16 at HelloFresh.com slash SKATE16. A 14-point fourth quarter lead was nearly gone. The Nuggets needed another player to. Casey takes it away. Leaking out is Murray. Alley-oop and a dunk. Two hands. Aaron Gordon. That's Jason Kosminski on Nuggets Radio. The Aaron Gordon oop helped Denver hold off L.A. 132-126 to start the Western Conference Final. Jamal Murray threw the lob. It was big. It was very big. Uh, I was a momentum swinger. Um, got the whole crowd back into it and uh, felt like they got a little stagnant after that. You know, I typically when you go have a big swing like that. Murray had five assists and 31 points in support of Nikola Jokic. 34 points, 21 boards, and 14 assists from him. 
The Lakers had won their openers on the road against the Grizzlies and Warriors. All of that happened after two things in the NBA. The Spurs winning the draft lottery, which means a little-known Frenchman named Victor Webinyama is moving to San Antonio. (laughs) And Adam Silver said he was shocked to see another video of Ja Morant playing with a gun. Ja then released a statement apologizing, asking for more patience as he works on himself. However, there is a tweet bouncing around. Cannot confirm it, but... If you ask ChatGPT for an apology after getting caught for something you shouldn't have been doing, it basically gives you almost word for word what job ja put out last so night. So maybe he just cut and pasted his apology. AI is just ridiculous right now. I could totally see Ja doing that. ChatGPT, can you tell me how to apologize for flashing a gun again? Secondly, I saw that AI created some artificial intelligence program created a Jordan sneaker themed toilets. <laughs> and so there was a series of, of toilets that looked just like you were going to the bathroom into a Jordan brand classic sneaker. Is that necessary? No, definitively not. <laughs> uh, another question for you this morning. If you hit a game ending single in front of just 3000 fans, does it make a noise? <laughs> the set and the pitch. Swung on line towards short, off the glove of Ahmed, stays on the infield. Laureano is home, and the A's have won at 9-8. Hey, that's a loud 3,000. That's Harry Ruiz pounding the chest. A's radio. do it. Celebrating 9-8 yeah. win in a mall. over Arizona. Oakland was down 2-0 at 8-4. They got even in the 7th on a grand slam. As many of you might know, EA Sports is bringing back its super popular college football game next year. Reportedly, because of NIL, EA has set it up that actual players can be in the game and get compensated. It's in the game. It's in the game. Updating yesterday's story about seven ACC schools exploring more ways to make money. The conference apparently now moving towards redoing its revenue sharing setup. The schools that make the college football playoff would get more of that money would not be split equally among all members. And this weekend's F1 race in Italy is not happening because heavy rains in the area led to major flooding and holding the race would put unnecessary stress on the local authorities. DA, back to you. Thank you, Bogues. Some good love coming in for Bogues on the headlines as you were kind of being self-deprecating the other day or last hour. Pat tweets, Bogish has nothing to worry about. I've listened to him since the John Feinstein days. He has his own style, and it works, and he could go anywhere and succeed. Wow. Even like Peoria or Tulsa or Tuscaloosa? Or maybe Tucson? I'm not going to Tucson. Tucson? You could be Big Baby. You're already bold, and we'll shave your head. Big Baby on the landfill. Imagine they fly you out PJ, private jet. Mm. You come off, rattle in hand, diaper on. (laughs) The chance of big baby. We're already like on big baby three. It's like August seven. It was the actual big baby. Here's the then it was Jack Stern. Now it's big me. Baby the show and the laughter. The show is a lot like Canadian bacon in that the joke has already been written. You just need to fit it around. Whoever gets paired with me is now big baby. Let me ask you today. What do you lead with on big baby in the landfill? Number one, son's coaching search. Number two, the Coyotes Arena gets voted down in Tempe. Look at this guy! Number three, Cardinals offseason. Minicamp's going on. What do they do with Kyler injured? 
What do you, what's Big Baby in the Land for leading with? I'm, I can't believe it, D.I. I thought I was going to catch you looking. The, the lead today is, oh, my goodness, are the Coyotes handed, headed for Kansas City or Quebec or somewhere like that? I think we've lost the Yotes. Big Baby, what do you think? <laughs> Can we start Big tomorrow? Baby. Big Baby. As you, as you pause and lean over to the... Adult-sized man in a bib <laughs> and a oversized rattle. Man, now, big baby, what do you think? Coming up next, it's goo or ga with big baby. <laughs> a whole lot of ga today. Big baby. <laughs> Yotes go bye-bye. <laughs> today we try the new Gerber flavors. BLT or Cuban sandwich? <laughs> Peas and carrots. Squash. <laughs> or straw or squash. Uh-oh, here comes the new squash-flavored Gerber. Doing a taste test next segment with Big Baby. Coming in like an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, big baby. Try, try the squash. We don't want to throw it in the try landfill. The <laughs> Pete's back. All right. <laughs> and big baby, what's your take on the Coyotes Arena situation? Yotes go bye-bye. <laughs> big baby. Big baby on the landfill. Big baby. I've already thought of a great bit that would have led up to that vote. The Tempe check instead of the temperature check. And we would put a thermometer in Big Baby's mouth and he would spit out the latest update on the arena search. Big Baby! It's time for your Tempe check. So, still a fever here. Politician stupid. Tax vote bad. <laughs> do, do we have our guest on the line? We do or we don't? We don't? Okay. She's we confused. Don't. She we doesn't know yeah, what she's going to say. Yeah, to do. What show are we on? <laughs> yeah, okay. No problem. No problem. Just want to make sure that I'm not doing Big Baby the Landfill <laughs> jokes over, over a guest waiting for us. I might do that to Richard Justice, but not our next guest. Our next guest is a Yahoo Sports NBA draft analyst. Last night, the San Antonio Spurs winning the third draft lottery in their franchise's history. The first was David Robinson, 87. The second was Tim Duncan, 97. And now Victor Wembenyama joining us this morning from Yahoo is Kristen Peak. Kristen, good morning. Good morning. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, last night was a lot. It was very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I... I you know, you, you kind of see the stars start to align with the San Antonio Spurs, you know, when they start to make those moves in the offseason. But um, very big night. I'm happy for the San Antonio Spurs and the organization. And, you know, it was uh, now now we just got to figure out the rest of the pieces with the lottery. <laughs> Kristen, tell us why. What makes Wembenyama a generational prospect for those that didn't follow his career overseas? Oh my goodness. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, you hear the size seven foot four and he shoots the ball like Kevin Durant, or he's happy to shoot, you know, from a Steph Curry range and he's got a handle. 
And then he's a shot blocker, you know, similar to Rudy Gobert. Um, and, and you hear those things and you're like, okay, yeah. And then you see it in person and it, it just defies everything you know about the game of basketball. And it's like nothing you've ever seen before. And I saw it in, I saw it in person in Vegas when he came out and, and played against Scoot Henderson here. And then, you know, I've called a few games on uh, the NBA app for his team, Metropolitans 92. Every single time I see him play, he does something different that surprises me. And you think of what he's doing at just 19, and he's got so much more room to grow, and the sky's really the limit. So when people think of generational-type talent, and mind you, this is all if he stays healthy, I mean, he has met and exceeded every single expectation that has been put on him, you know, since he jumped on the scene, I want to say, three or four years ago um on the on the FIBA World Cup scale you know when he was going up against Chet Holgram and you know uh and holding his own and putting on a show there so I I I think those are what excites NBA executives and NBA fans that are having a chance to watch Victor play but he he's definitely he's the real deal he's special and there's a reason why there were so many teams that were trying to position themselves in a favorable spot to land him. Kristen Peake, Yahoo Sports NBA draft analyst. Fair to say because the Spurs have a stable organization and have had international players before that San Antonio likely gives Victor the best chance to become his best? I think so. I mean, and and that's, I mean, you you can't, you can't ignore the fact that what Greg Popovich has done in the past with, number one picks and you know like you mentioned earlier it's like they they go david robinson then they go tim duncan and how poetic is it for you know a a player a hall of fame or a player i'm sorry a coach a hall of fame coach like greg popovich to go out into the sunset (laughs) with a player like victor Wimbanyama and working with him and a lot of people don't know this and i wrote this in in my mock draft and my story from last night but jeremy sohan and Victor Wimbanyama are actually played with one another at a camp. Jeremy Sohan is a um, Polish English player who who grew up in London, and he and Victor played against each other in a French camp when they were. I think Jeremy was fourteen and Victor was twelve. So when I told Brian write that, I was like, "Oh, the stars are aligning," and he's just like, "Don't jinx it! Don't say anything." <laughs> You know, so um, they they are very familiar with one another there at the Spurs, and um, I think I think it's a phenomenal fit when you look at the core of who they have there, and everyone being twenty three years and or younger. I mean, Victor is he's coming into a great situation. Hornets have the number two pick in your mock draft. You have them taking Alabama's controversial Brandon Miller. Do you think that what happened at Alabama will at all affect his draft stock? I don't think so. I mean, uh, Brandon uh, was not charged at all in that crime. And, um, you know, to the NBA's credit, they have plenty of people in their front office that do their due diligence. They've got lawyers that, you know, looked into the case are continually looking into the case. And for Brandon's part, um, he is ready to answer those questions. He's starting to meet with teams today and as far as where things stand right now, I don't think it will affect what will happen on June 22nd um, at all. And and when we're looking at number two, 
I mean, it's it's hard to pass on Scoot Henderson, you know, who who a lot of a lot of people think that if you're drafting on best available prospects, Scoot Henderson is the second best available prospect. But uh, I think Brandon Miller would be a better fit alongside Lamelo Ball um, in you know in in that sort of organization where where they already have an established point guard. And you're not the only one that has pegged Brandon Miller for the Hornets at two. So if Scoot Henderson does fall to the Blazers at three for our Portland fans, what would the Blazers be getting with Scoot? Oh man, I let me tell you that I think the Blazers are one of the biggest winners from last night's draft lottery because. They will just take whoever the Hornets don't draft. So if they if they take Scoot Henderson, then they'll happily take Brandon Miller. If they take Brandon Miller, great. Let's take Scoot Henderson. Let's either put him beside Damian Lillard and have him learn the ropes and the lay of the land at the NBA alongside, you know, a great guard and a franchise player that they have there. Or it's one of those things that you have to have a conversation with Damian and, and figure out what his future is with the organization. So if you're going to invest in that, then I think Scoot can slide in just like CJ McCollum was his backcourt partner. I think Scoot Henderson can be that. And look, I mean, they, they have great young talent too. I think Shaden Sharp had a terrific like uh, rookie year and, you know, they're, they're trying to build something there in Portland um, as well. And, would it be fair to say that the Pistons were the big losers last night, considering they had the worst record of the NBA, but only fell to the fifth pick? Yes, it, there were audible gasps in the room, you know, when not only the Pistons fell to five, but when the Rockets fell to four, those two teams had the worst records in the NBA. And, you know, you you think when you have a 14% chance at landing Victor Wembanyama that you will fall in place to the consolation prizes of either Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller. And then falling to five, I mean, now you're missing out on a men Thompson and you really have to look at, okay, what are we doing here? Are we going to go for, you know, uh, a star Thompson and, and slide him into the wing, or is it going to be um, uh, a Cam Whitmore or Jairus Walker and get a big and get some help in the front court? I mean, they've, they've got, a lot of work to do and they definitely missed out on like a surefire player to help their franchise. I suppose you can look at it like this dissuading teams from tanking worked last night. I mean, if you're the Pistons or other organizations thinking that the worst record of the league is going to net you, like you said, a one, two or three pick and you end up at five, that certainly discourages trying to put together a bad team. Doesn't it? I mean, absolutely. But uh, I, I will say it did work out for one team, and that was the Dallas Mavericks, <laughs> what they did at the end of the season, you know, and keeping their top 10 pick and not having it slide to uh, to the New York Knicks. But they had to pay for that pick anyways. I mean, when they were fined for <laughs> for tampering at the end of the season. But, yes, there you are uh, making a big risk if you decide to tank, and it's not a surefire thing. She covers the top high school players in the country. She writes for Rivals, and she's an NBA draft analyst for Yahoo Sports. You can follow her on Twitter at Kristen Peek, spell Kristen K-R-Y-S-T-E-N-P-E-E-K. Kristen Peek is the NBA draft analyst for Yahoo Sports, and she joins us here on the show. Kristen, great stuff today. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. When we come back here on the program, we've got advanced analytics and your epic fail. DA, CBS Sports Radio. 
No one knows what analytics is. They think it's like a bunch of nerds doing math, which I don't know, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> it's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. Okay, today's poll question is, if you worked in sports media last night, should you have heard of Victor Wembenyama before yesterday? As you might imagine, most of you said, yes, because this happened yesterday when our very own Peter Schwartz admitted on Twitter that before Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted about it, he had never heard of Wimbayama, one of the biggest, most impactful prospects we've seen in years. 90% of you said Pete should have known. 90, and I think that's one of our largest spreads ever with our poll questions of the day. To recap, Schwartz once went to the vet after cutting himself on a fence before the company holiday party. Also, this past year at his Super Bowl party, Schwartz reheated barbecue food and reserved it to his family. (laughs) And the tweet before Schwartz's controversial comment talked about Aaron Rodgers' jersey sales. Meanwhile, Schwartz has openly admitted to possibly buying an Elijah Moore jersey and changing the name on it to Rodgers. Jeez. That is your advanced analytics. Is this true? He has said that he would buy an Elijah Moore jersey and change it rather than just buying an Aaron Rodgers jersey. I actually think he might have done it already. He didn't say rather than. That was implied, but he did tweet at the time when he saw the rate. Oh, now I can get find an Elijah Moore jersey discounted and change the name to Rodgers. He might have done it, to be honest. I gotta go. Find, there might be a picture out there, too. And yeah. how do you do this? Well, I know there is a local place on Long Island not far from me or Schwartz that will like physically remove the stitching even from a replica jersey of that nameplate, take it off, and they will put a new nameplate on, but it will not be an exact match. It'll be so obviously. And will that cost less than just buying a new jersey? I, it'll probably cost you about 20 bucks. Oh. Okay. So a new jersey is 100 bucks, something like that. So it is cost efficient, but it will not be like they got the perfect Rodgers nameplate from the Jets to put on there. It's going to look like a kid's jersey for baseball is put on a Jet jersey. <laughs> That's just horrible. Let's go back to something that Merez used as some life advice for Schwartz. He said if he was in the the newsroom today and Merez was bestowed the title of locker room leader, he would say, Schwartz, think before you tweet. And I think that's another example here. Schwartz, do you really want people knowing that you would prefer to change an Elijah Moore jersey instead of just buy a new Aaron Rodgers jersey? Do you think that that would be something you'd want people to know that you'd prefer doing? Not Apparently not. But then again, if he got called out on it, he'd backpedal like he did last week with me and Bogues. Last week he also backpedaled? Well, he backpedaled on. He came on the air and talked about how he's owed free tickets by Boomer and Joe Douglas and then went on and on and on about his kid getting screwed in a charity game, and it really came back to bite him. He <laughs> is on icy terms with a lot of people around here right now. He's backing up. He's playing defense. The palpable electricity Schwartz once had upon returning from the Shep incident has become, he. we may not see him walk the halls for a while. <laughs> What did we decide on the epic fail this morning? I think perhaps the moment of the week to date, you and Pete arguing loudly about tanking. I 
I agree with tanking. Pete hates it. Here it is, your epic fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Was it better for the Spurs to try to win 38 games and be a 11 seed for the play-in or a 10 seed for the play-in, or was it better for them to lose 60 and get Victor Wembanyama, who's going to be a stud for 15 years? I mean, it's clearly better for them to have done this. I think it's a bad message to the fans, and then you shouldn't take any tickets. Pretty sick. You shouldn't let any fan come into the building because you're basically saying we're going to lose, but but buy our stuff anyway. You did everything. You did your heart. You did everything right. I, I think it's a that's a disservice business wise to your to your fan I'll base. I'll tell you this: I saw a watch party video last night in San Antonio. Yeah. There's about a thousand people at this bar, and when the lottery pick comes up that they got number one, they explode. They pop champagne. You're going to tell me that those fans wanted, they would have preferred to see a 10 seed in the play-in game? They, they would have preferred to be in the playoffs. Stop but it. I will say Pete, this. I will say Pete, this. stop it. We got dated. No hope. No hope ever. You think those thousand people that popped champagne last night would have rather well, been look, beaten by the Pelicans in the playing game? Stop it. They were a, a chance, to, chance to win the title. Oh, come on, Pete. Stop it. Is it uh, stop it. That's the dumbest thing ever. That's not the dumbest thing ever. Call the Farallon Volunteer Fire Department. He is on fire. A thousand people last night got a generational talent that could have been LeBron, that could have been Tim Duncan. You're, you're telling me they would have preferred to have lost to the Pelicans in the playing game. They would prefer to be in the playoffs. But I will say this. I will say this. Stop it. I would prefer to be in the playoffs. (laughs) But they're coming off three straight years where they tried to actually not tank. Enjoy your tanking. Well, they did. They did. You just saw. They did. A thousand people did. (laughs) But I will say this. I will say this. Stop it. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. That was a good one. That was a good knockdown drag out. It's all good in the hood around here on the DA show. Did you know that I got my estimate back on my car that the piece from the dump truck in front of me smashed my side mirror? I brought it into the shop, and they said, okay, we're going to get it in today. They took it in yesterday, and they started on the the, the work, and it's going to be like two or three weeks to, to get it done. I guess they got the parts in. It's probably not that much labor, but they got to wait for the parts to come in. And I told the rental car guy, I said, yeah, when I was on the phone deciding which collision place to go to, the first p- place said, you you got to get here now to get the estimate done, but we can't get to the car until August. And I said, that seemed insane to me. And he said, yeah, well, collision places do that because if you get the estimate done and you get like a replacement mirror done that's not it's just temporary you got to stick with them the entire time so they know they pressure you to get in there right away so that then you're locked into them and that now they have you for good so it it's it was a good lesson if you ever have to deal with insurance companies and collision places do your research call around don't get the you have to come in right now you have to get come in right now because that's not true and they'll pressure you even if they're going to screw you which they would have done to me wow Mm. did you know that's like the sports and that's how we end that's our did you know that's right thanks to sean moraz executive producer thanks to pete the body bilotti on the wheels of steel and audio director tanking sucks thanks to andrew bogus on your headlines and andrew kaplan the wizard of watch da we're taping the pgp after the show today so look for that this afternoon i'm da and the mothership disconnects 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.